0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate.
1: Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
0: Beal puts it up and in, and the Wizards win. Yeah. The Las Vegas laser has arrived. Three double nickel.
1: That was deflected. Shot clock down to 10. Smith, the pull up over Tice. Oh,
0: Smith again!
1: Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on this latest edition of the Wizards Talk Podcast. It's your boy Chris Miller. I've been out for the last eight days, man, trying to just figure out life, figure out, you know, what to do. Obviously, this coronavirus is kind of just taking over the world. And I just wanted to get myself situated, get educated first before I come on the air and talk to all you Wizards fans. I'm pleased to be joined by my guy, Ish Smith, is in the building. Ish, I got to start with the very latest, man. Like, How have you been reacting to this coronavirus and how serious this pandemic
0: has become? The biggest thing for me is being informed. You know, we have to be informed, and and that's the biggest thing. That's conference calls with our teams, with our doctors, with our uh, coaches. Um, you know, they've been checking up with us, uh, but being informed, uh, knowing what the virus is about. And I think once you become informed, then it kind of eases your, you know, eases your, your your mental and the panic part of it. Um, so for me, it's just having a little peace of mind. Prayer, biggest thing I'm praying every day. I'm praying even when this virus went around. Uh, but that's one thing. The second thing is just being informed. And those two things have kind of helped me balance it out and, and, uh, be in a little bit of peace. But, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those guys who's sitting there like, oh, man, I can't get that. That's, no, 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 no. I'm very aware of, you know, how the seriousness of it, but it's still uh, at peace and, and not, a, not a crazy amount of panic. And, and just trying to do the specific things they're asking us to do. How did you react to this is an issue?
1: This is a major issue the world. We're going to be at the forefront of making a decision
0: to shut our league down uh, just for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I thought Adam... I thought the the whole NBA office and the NBPA has been huge. I thought they were the first domino effect. And I think it was the first thing that allowed everybody to realize that this is serious. And I know everybody sees us as some, you know, mere mortals or that, you know, this is something that wouldn't happen to us athletes. But um, in all actuality, we're human. We bleed, we cut, we do all those specific things. And I think when that hit, then that allowed everybody in America to be like, oh, this is serious. Uh, Because as you know, some of the soccer leagues overseas, the football leagues overseas, kept going, just didn't have people. And I think that's what we thought we were going to do. But I think it hit home when some of our own guys uh, had it and it allowed everybody around, you know, the United States to be like, whoa, hold on now. This is something serious. And and so Adam did a great job of, uh, you know, immediately being like, no, 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 this is something that can pass not only to others, but to people who, you know, might not be able to bounce back from it or people that might be older that it can really, you know, challenge and hurt them. So he did a great job. And I thought they did a great job to be very, very alert with it and very, you know, quick with their decisions.
1: How have you been able to kind of deal with not having your routine because as you know, professional athletes, athletes in general, have the routine. If you're not being able to have that, how have you been able to, like, process that mentally?
0: First and foremost, I told my mom the other day, I said, I don't want to retire until I'm, like, 50 years old. Is this what <laughs> retirement is? Is this what retirement, <laughs> this is, like? what retirement is, huh? <laughs> is this what retirement feels like? I don't know what to do with myself. Um, but but it's not even that. I know I'm just talking to the extreme case, but, you know, it's taking, like, kind of life itself kind of away. Uh, You know, retirement, you're going to be able to drive down the street, go to the beach, do those different things. Uh, But when you're restricted to your home, you know, quarantining, you can't go nowhere. You can't move. You can't do anything. You're just walking up and downstairs and walking to the kitchen and doing different things. Uh, So what it does is for me mentally, it allowed me to take myself back and really be like, man, I'm really grateful for all the big, little, all the things that I've been blessed with. Good, bad and different. Uh, the trials and tribulations that you can even deal with when you walk out the house. You know, when you're in the confines of the house, you know, you just, you know, literally just sitting here chilling, watching TV. But I'm really just taking time, talking to my family, talking to my fiance, talking to friends, talking to everybody. You know what I mean? We shooting the breeze, talking. Uh, It just allows you to embrace all the blessings and not skip any steps. Because when you go on the routine, I can go through the day drive and forget you know, I, oh, I ain't talking to my brother today. Oh, go through the time, run through, you know, driving. I'm, I'm getting, it's a routine. I'm trying to get to where I'm trying to get to. But what this has allowed me to do is realize like, yo, man, let me pay attention to everything in life. And it's no big or small thing. So I hate I even put it like that, but to really enjoy everything because when, like I said, things are taken away, that's when you really be like, man, I need, I want, I want that. Like, because you're so used to having that's the one thing that
1: I've kind of like taken away from these last eight days. And I was joking with my, my good friend, Drew Gooden, a couple of hours ago about, I'm like, man, I miss you. Like, I, I I literally had to say it because it's like he and I are always around each other. We talking poop. And I, I realized that those little moments we kind of take for granted, when it's taken away from you, like this, you kind of learn like, oh, man, wow, that, that moment where we were talking about this and it was might have been ancillary at the moment is kind of like important because it was like that interaction and like yeah. the interactions that you and I have before games. I remember a while ago you were talking about like we were on the road somewhere and I came up to you and I was like, Hey, let's go. Right. And you went out there and got it cracking. It's just like those little moments
0: that I just feel like we, we kind of yeah. like take for granted. Yeah. I remember the whole conversation. I remember we were walking. We was in Phoenix. We just lost to Denver. We was kind of like, you know, what this year was gonna be about, whatever the case is. And uh, you, uh, we had a cool little conversation. I just was walking. We talked for like 20 minutes outside. Yeah. And then at the beginning of the game, you said you, you looked at me and said, you said you was gone, let's see what you got. <laughs> and I remember after the talk, you know, I had time we talked, and then after the game we talked. But those kind of interactions, like you said, I've been thankful, honestly. You know, even to have TV, some people, don't even like have TV. So what are you doing? That's family time. Spend Let's play games. Let's do specific things. So all those things that even that I might have been in this home, just, you know, internet, everything that you'd be like, man, I'm thankful for these things because if I didn't have it, what would I be doing? Yeah. Um, I think so, about the people that like, in the hospitals,
1: these doctors and nurses that are just constantly. Control, and, like, and like, they got, they're trying to help save people's lives and they need to keep themselves healthy also. People that are out here, you know, that can't be home and having this conversation that you and I are having, I think of all of them. I send them prayers, blessings, and love that they all, all find out how we can get this thing out of here as fast as possible.
0: Hey there, it's Tom Haberstrow, your national NBA insider for NBC Sports and host of the Haber Show Podcast. With the NBA season being suspended, I talked to Salt Lake Tribune's Andy Larson, who was there with the Utah Jazz when the coronavirus scare hit the NBA. I'll also talk with CNBC sports business reporter Eric Chemi to break down the business side of the NBA shutdown. Two important perspectives, one podcast episode. So download the Haber Show now, wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: It's Smith joining us here on the Wizards Talk podcast. So, on a lighter note, have you improved your Madden skills from the last time we talked? Because we text, and you told me a couple days ago you played until like three a.m. in the morning, and you were not good, my friend. I'll let you pick the story up from there.
0: Well, first of all, most you text me the wrong time because <laughs> I finished the season strong, ten and six. What was your record before you went ten and six, though? Very more. <clears throat>
1: I didn't hear you. What was that? Yeah.
0: You know, Shaq wore number 34. I was three and four. <laughs> I, was, I was three and four. And, and you know what? People always look at the end. You know what I mean? They want just instant gratification. Not me. Right. I was grinding, got to the level to where I was 10 or 6, and now I did some big things in free agency. First of all, I'm you picked the I'm wrong
1: group. team. You picked the wrong team. Can we admit that? Two guys from North Carolina were both Panthers fans. You picked the
0: wrong team. Who'd you pick? I picked the Houston, Texans. But I just needed a dual threat quarterback. But hold on. Deshaun Watson did his thing over there in Clemson. So South Carolina is, you know, even though South Carolina is totally different from North Carolina. I I don't play
1: South Carolina. I didn't even realize that was a state in the Union.
0: (laughs) Hey man, I got some homies from South Carolina. Hey, I gotta be. I always said it's really only 49 states in the Union. I've never (laughs) counted South Carolina. (laughs) Let me tell you when you're driving. When you driving to that Myrtle Beach and you start seeing the flags flying, you'd be like, oh no, yeah, let me speed up. I'm looking like,
1: when do we get to Georgia?
0: <laughs> man, look, you a trip, man. <laughs> hey, South Carolina, that's home. Because I know a lot of people from South Carolina, so I can't I can't knock it, but but South Carolina is it's different from North Carolina. It
1: is absolutely um it's the greatest state in the union where we're from. Uh, <laughs> it's super. To Podcast. So I'll let you finish. So you picked the Houston Texans. You had Deshaun yeah. Watson. You were looking for a dual threat quarterback. Yes, and you finished strong.
0: So go ahead. Who did you play in the in the playoffs? Yeah, I played against you know the then Tom Brady led Patriots, which is Ooh. crazy. Yeah, which I, I which I'm very thankful for. You know all the free agent stuff that's been going on because that's really kind of taking my mind off some stuff too. But uh, the the then Tom Brady led team, and uh, then we lost. I wanted a free agency. You know, I had the franchise tag clown. He wanted some big money. I had the franchise tag because he wanted some, you know, other money. And I was like, you gotta give me one more year. Uh, But I also know that Deshaun Watson is coming up. So I picked up his fourth year option. We're going to we're gonna have to get him the bag, back up the truck. Uh, But I brought in Dez Bryant. Nice little two-year, $10 million to count. You know what I mean? Dez Bryant? Bro. and he like 40 Throw up the X. Oh, you just need a possession receiver. That's what that is. Okay, I did. I did. somebody tough go across the middle because I got D Hop, which is crazy. They he's not on my team, but I'm gonna make sure I don't update this because if they update it, they're gonna get my boy out of there. Now Kareem Hunt, who I oh. picked up in free, free agency, gonna be battling with uh, what's my David Johnson? They traded D Hop for like a bag of Slim Jims. I mean, bro, come and, on, man. Yeah, and some peanuts. <laughs> And some peanuts, and no, di- no, no disrespect to David Johnson because when I was playing in Phoenix, I think we met a couple of times and he had a heck of a couple of years when he was there and he's been banged up. So, just like all of us as athletes, just like John, just like Steph, everybody, myself is going through little injuries, you want to bounce back and prove that you better. So, he's got some a chip on his shoulder, but I just think they probably could have got a first round pick as well. When you got the best receiver, arguably the best receiver. Top three receiver in the NFL, you, you know I mean, uh, Stephon Diggs went for a first round pick, so right. Stefan Diggs is the top. I would say Stephon is the top ten receiver. So and you
1: so, you've been talking about how you've kept up with like NFL free agency, and that how that's kind of good for like as a sports fan just to see what's going on. Besides that, man, how are you keeping your mentals up? I mean, you have video games. You have you finished watching Power? I know you and I were having this issue earlier in the season how you would not watch power on a regular basis. So I have I
0: got two more episodes of power and it's this show on Netflix. Hold on, we'll see and it's a show on Netflix called Love is Blind that me and uh my fiance watched that I still got two more episodes of that.
1: But what's funny is you are everybody loves Raymond fan which to me is like I would have never guessed that. If my life was on the line I never would have got that one right.
0: Yo I don't know why. So let me tell you me and my brother Used to watch it all the time when we was in uh, high school, and so we just kind of that's my show. Like I will watch that. Matter of fact, I be watching it on the plane. But I, I watch Jamie Foxx show. I got a lot of shows on this. I got a lot of shows. Did you look?
1: You just need to catch up on Power. I, I, I'm done. I want to talk to you about. See, this is what's frustrating. I want to talk to you about the show, and
0: all year long, I'd be like, "Bro, did you watch?" And you're like, "I haven't." No 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 but look I would keep up I was just behind all the time. You and Darren was like way Darren was watching it on Saturday.
1: I got to tell you a funny story. We were in San Antonio and we remember we stayed over in San Antonio so we would watch Power at 1201. Yes. So y'all watching together? That day we would watch it we were watching it together. So we were trying to figure out a way how are we able to get stars on one of our laptops. Darren, who's one of the PR guys for The Wizards, finagled a way for us to get a cable. I don't know who he got the cable from, but it attached so we were able to get stars. And we were in his room watching at 12.01 in the morning and something huge happened. You probably don't even know what happened yet because you haven't even watched it. And we were screaming like, oh, expletive. And somebody was banging on the door. It was electric because Electra was sitting, it was it was lit um, her room was right next to Darren's. See, that's what was she, wrong? And she was like, No, because we were so loud. She was like, "But y'all shut up? She didn't know it was us. <laughs> so tell people who Electra is. <laughs> Electra is our uh massage therapist. So she's trying to sleep, and we sitting here screaming and hollering because something big happened in power. I won't tell you what it is, because you probably haven't watched it. I'm gonna
0: it. watch it, man.
1: You got. I got to keep you up to date with this show, bro. I know, I but you know what? what why, door, right? Let
0: me tell you why I stopped there. See, they lit up your boy, Dre.
1: Oh my gosh! You still got. You got two more episodes.
0: Yeah, you got two more episodes. You know, they lit up Dre, and then. Uh, but I heard I I I I kind of can see what's going on, and they're doing a spinoff. I think. Oh, I, listen, I just heard some stuff, so I'm about to watch it. I'm done with you. Hey, let's wrap this up real quick. I want
1: to give you an opportunity. What's your message to Wizards fans that are just wanting to get back and root for you guys? I mean, obviously, we don't know when you guys will be able to get back out. the court, But what would you want to say
0: to them? Probably the first thing is make sure that we're doing all the proper things, washing our hands, keeping distance, you know, all the specific things, making sure we're not passing it along to anybody else. Make sure that we're keeping our immune system strong, whatever that case might be everybody has their different methods, uh, making sure we're not passing along, uh, so we can kind of stop this virus from spreading. That's the first and foremost. That's, that's the most important thing right now. Um, and enjoying, you know, the things in life that, that we do have right now. Uh, right. I know we can think about the everyday routines and the different specific things that we don't have. Let's concentrate on the things we, we, that we do have. Stay prayed up because the biggest thing is our mental. We got to keep our mental strong and you know, a lot of things can be going on. Work, we're not going to work. Some people not getting paid during these times. It's, you know, it's tough situation. So praying for us all to get through these tough situations. But the second thing is thank you uh, for, for supporting us up until this moment. That, you know, you guys have been great. Been great all year. And the real reason why, you know, I know we're not where obviously we want to be at, but the real reason of why we're optimistic, and a lot of people are optimistic about where we're going and how we're even in a position to compete for a playoff spot, which I'm sure if anybody could imagine that we would be here, uh, they'd be lying. Uh, So, um, and I'm talking about from the outside looking in, Uh, obviously as players, every, every year we think we can make it to the playoffs. So thank you for your ongoing support and, and know that we will be back. Sports will be back. Um, I miss dapping you guys up. I miss the interaction. I miss you guys, you know, yelling and screaming for us. I miss those games where, you know, obviously we're playing Miami and it seems like it's a road game, but you guys are louder than them. Um, I miss those, you know, those interactions and those times and sports will be back. Um, I say this all the time, sports is, a spa- you know, basketball, sports, you know, all over is a place for people to kind of cope with the tough times that they're going with. And whether you're black, white, Spanish, Asian, uh believe in certain different religions. We all come as one. And if you're a Wizards fan, it don't matter what that guy believes or what he doesn't believe or what he likes or doesn't like. You're dapping each other up and shaking hands on the behalf of us. So I, I really do appreciate, uh but sports will be back and we will be back and we'll be better.
1: You know, I'm I thinking about the, what won't be back. Unfortunately, this is, this is the NCAA tournament. And I, I'm, I'm looking for those kids I'm sick for the seniors. Can you imagine
0: when you were at Wake, how would you have reacted to that? That's tough. I don't, I, that's tough. I don't know because NCAA can do so much for guys. Like, let's think about this. Dwayne Wade was going to get drafted. Man, when he took that team to the final four. It solidified. Just, <laughs> absolutely. Took d Wade from a first-round pick to a lottery pick. Um, and I'm talking about not even then. Let's say the kids is not even going to play basketball again. Let's say they've had a great four-year career, and all of a sudden the NCAA, whether it's a, a kid that's, oh, man, you know, get a chance to play in the Ivy League, and, and they got a really good team, and they get get a chance to get in, and they had 13 seed, and they upset a four seed. Now, all of a sudden, like, those are the moments, my last game, like the, the tears, the smiles, the laughs, you know, the yelling, the screaming, all four years you put in that time just to get to the NCAA tournament. And, you know, for a lot of people, I'm blessed. I thank the Lord every day. I'm blessed because I had a career after basketball. It's only 450 of us to get through this door. And so you think about all the college athletes, Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, even the spring sports. It's tough. It's tough. And I hope that the NCAA comes up with something, maybe another year, maybe a rip, whatever the case is, because, you know, I feel for those guys. And, and I know I use D-Wade as an example because that's, you know, pro, and that's what we're relatable to. I think about all the guys, all the guys who walk on. I got some of my really good friends who walk-ons, and for them not to be able to make it, to get to the NCAA tournament and all the stuff, and they're seniors, their last game, and they never got a farewell, or like that, that can be, you know, can be tough, and and so I hope and pray that they come up with something. I, 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 you know, my heart goes out to all those guys, And, and they gotta come up with something. Not hope. They gotta come up with something. They gotta come up with something.
1: Man, listen, your time is appreciated, bro. And I'm just glad okay. that I can chop it up with you, man. Hopefully it'd be better, better circumstances down the road. But uh, like you said, get your mentals up. Just waiting for y'all to get that call. But I appreciate your time, brother, as always.
0: Man, I appreciate it. A C, you need me, man. Hit me at all times, man. My God, I appreciate. It. Ain't no oh, Krispy Kreme out right here where I'm at. So pray for him. Nah, it's not. But you know what? I can get an Uber Eats to send it your way. See, man, th- this is why I mess with you,
1: bro. You you picked the wrong team, on Madden, But we're gonna get you right, man. Hey, man, Teddy. Hey, I'm 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 happy about the Teddy Bridgewater. Man. I am too, man. Look, love the Cam. Listen, he got us to a Super Bowl. He got us to as far as he could. I appreciate that, but I'm definitely all in on Teddy B. It should
0: be fun. Let me tell you, and I'm gonna let you go, and you can let look. I was watching 2003 Cardiac, cardiac Cat. Jake DeLon, mm. baby.
1: Ooh. Ooh, look at you. Hey, keep pounding, brother. Keep pounding. That's, hey,
0: that's the Sam Mills, <laughs> baby. I talked to you, brother.